Hi, and welcome to the show. I'd like to clear up a few things about money today. In the meantime, we're also doing some look into the uh, U.S. presidents, but let me fill in some blanks here about the money. Yesterday, I was talking about the gold being the standard here in this country, and I sounded vague about it. The U.S. was on the gold standard up until 1971 when it was taken off the gold standard under Nixon. Yeah, Nixon. Anyway, so it was taken off the gold standard at that point. I think a lot of people probably still think the U.S. dollar is backed by gold, but it is, in fact, not. And also, so what happened, it was stored at Fort Knox, so I obviously looked to see where the money go. (laughs) Fort Knox is a United States Army installation in Kentucky, south of Louisville, and north of Elizabethtown. It is adjacent to the United States Bullion Depository. And that was when when it went off the gold in 71. However, today, Fort Knox's gold is now an asset on the Federal Reserve balance sheet, not a key part of our monetary system. And at that point, the U.S. then went on to what's called fiat money, F-I-A-T, which is a very unstable form of money. (laughs) What that means is fiat money is backed by the goodwill and the word of the people who issue fiat money. So it gets pretty complicated, but I'm not that smart to unravel it all. So let me just give you some of the highlights here, okay? How it all works is this, okay? For example, I'll give you a couple, one example of fiat money, and then you can go hopefully look for yourself. No country, from what I understand, has ever functioned using fiat money as their system as long as this country now is operating. Because this country, as of recently, has been using the fiat money system for 50 years. Germany, and I'm just giving you vague off of my mind kind of recollections, okay, so you can look for more details. Germany got in trouble in the 20s with fiat money, big trouble. So, yeah, so the history of fiat money is not exactly uh, a good history, okay? So let's talk about some of these other things here um, because I also mentioned that they had repealed the Glass-Steagall Act, which was supposed to keep bankers in check. And according to them, they said that, um, they said that, let me see here, they said that the repeal of the Glass-Steagall Act was a most a minor contributor to the financial crisis. At the heart of the 2008 crisis was nearly $5 trillion worth of basically worthless mortgage loans, among other factors. Although the repeal allowed for much bigger banks, it can't be blamed for the crisis. Well, I think it can be blamed because this happened in 1999, then 2008. So why am I being so solid saying that I think it did? Well, because of all these characters. Um, I mean, the, the evidence is pretty clear here. We have three things I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to try to go kind of slow to unpack them because there's only three things, but they're so intertwined. So let's focus first. We have three groups. We have Blackstone, we have BlackRock, and we have a company named Vanguard, okay? Supposedly, and I don't I don't follow their genealogy and all of that, as you know, but allegedly the people behind Blackstone and BlackRock relate to the Rockefellers. So I don't know that, but I do know the person heading up this thing, a person named Larry Fink, 
has to be somebody pretty big, okay? Nobody got this head crook job, okay? Because basically, in 2008, there was a crisis here in this country of finances. The one that took the fall for it, as you'll recall, was Lehman Brothers, L-E-H-M-A-N Brothers. Lehman Brothers was the one who went bankrupt. They were the ones who appeared to be the problem in that crisis, okay? So they took the fall, just in simple terms, okay? So, and the outcome from 2008 was that banks are too big to fail. So that's why they all got bailed out. Well, how did all that happen? Kind of interesting, it happened because of Larry Fink. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> Larry Fink was born in November 2, 1952. He grew up in a Jewish family. Surprise, surprise. Fink's close relationship with government officials made the decision a controversial one because Larry Fink, who found it, who was involved in BlackRock, Blackstone, and Vanguard, became the leading manager of the U.S. government's bailout of Wall Street. Nothing fishy about Larry, right? So, in 1988, under the corporate umbrella of the Blackstone Group, Fink co-founded BlackRock. So, he started off as Blackstone, okay? And he he founded BlackRock and became its director and CEO, so Fink blew out a black stone to black rock, okay? So when they blew apart in 94, Fink retained his positions, which he continued to hold after black rock went public in 1999. This is such a case of the fox and the chicken coop. Okay, let me continue on here. So um, anyway, so Fink was um, black rock. We'll start with them. Yeah, because it was Black Rock first. See, it, it takes, you have to keep these rocks straight. Okay. So, first we had, let me start with Blackstone. Blackstone, that was the one that was, um, in, is an American alternative investment management company based in New York. Okay. In 2019, Blackstone converted from a public trading partnership into a C-type. What this means is Blackstone was first into all these other trading deals before they added Black Rock, okay? First we got a stone, then we got a rock, okay? So, what's an alternative investment firm? I'll have to tell you because I had to look it up because <laughs> I don't know any of these things, okay? So, an alternative investment company, which is Blackstone, is an investment in any asset class, excluding stocks, bonds, and cash. The term is relatively a loose one and includes tangible assets such as precious metals, collectibles, art, wine, antiques, coins, or stamps, and some financial assets such as real estate, commodities, private equity, distressed securities, hedge funds, exchange funds, carbon credits, venture capital, film production, film production, financial derivatives, derivatives, excuse me, cryptocurrencies and non-fungible tokens. Investments in real estate, forestry, and shipping are also termed alternative, despite the ancient use of such real assets in exchange to preserve wealth. Okay. 
Alternative investments are to be contrasted with traditional investments. Okay, so the Blackstone people are into all this other stuff, okay? Blackstone's private equity business has been one of the largest investors in the leveraged buyouts in the last three decades. While its real estate business has actively acquired commercial real estate, as of 2020, the company's total assets under management were approximately six, $619 billion. Okay, so Blackstone was founded in 1985 by some mergers people and then and it worked together who all, the Blackstone people all originally worked at Lehman Brothers, okay? So, they, <laughs> all of these people connect, okay? There's not one of them that doesn't connect with the other ones. So anyway, so they were all at Lehman. Lehman's was a big financial service founded in 1847. So Lehman Brothers, a nice Jewish firm, was around for many, many, many years. But they were the ones who, I think they took the hit for the thing, right? People refer to that era, 2008, as liar loans, meaning that anybody could buy a house. All you had to do was say that you wanted to buy a house and you had some kind of occupation. You could lie about your thing and all that. Because essentially what they did was they wanted to blame the people that bought the homes as the fault. But really, remember, the banks were the ones who gave the loans and created the liar loans. So, okay, so yeah, bankruptcy of Lehman, September 2008 was the climax of the subprime mortgage crisis. So Lehman Brothers, big part. Now these people that are part of Blackstone are founders. They're connected to Lehman Brothers, right? So <laughs> this thing is, there's only three or four players here and they're all intertwined. Okay, so then in, we were just doing the stones, okay? Now we're on the rocks. <laughs> when BlackRock split from Blackstone, in 1994, that's when Fink retained his positions, okay? He, um, Black Rock, we were just on the stone, yeah, Black Rock is worth $8.7 trillion. The other is only worth, what, $500 billion? Black Rock is $8.7 trillion. Okay, so, Black Rock spun off from Blackstone, Okay. Just get that part straight. We'll be on a roll here. Okay. The So what happened was there's also a woman in this BlackRock deal who is very key from Lehman Brothers. But I, I, I'm just trying to give you the point here, okay? They got us corralled, okay? So um, let me tell you what they officially said about BlackRock. Because remember, we started with Blackstone. But BlackRock is the one you would have heard them all over all these creepy financial shows on YouTube talking about buying up all these residential real estates. BlackRock was going around buying up everything they could get their hands on as far as homes. They probably still are. They were buying up, making cash deals. They were the ones making all those crazy cash deals and driving up the price of real estate, which is still being driven up, okay? And the stock market's still being driven up. So BlackRock and our friend Larry Fink, who left Blackstone to go to BlackRock, I have to keep repeating this to keep my head straight. Okay. BlackRock, by Bloomberg calls BlackRock the fourth branch of government because it's the only private agency that closely works with these central banks. BlackRock lends money to the central bank, but it's, it's, it's also its advisor. It also develops the software the central banks uses. 
many BlackRock employees were in the White House with Bush and Obama. Its CEO Larry Fink, yeah, he was he was big during all that thing. So yeah, um, so BlackRock itself is also owned by shareholders. But who are those shareholders? Well, I don't think anybody really knows. Okay, what they do know is that BlackRock, <laughs> BlackRock. Reports from Oxfam and Bloomberg say that 1% of the world, 1% together owns more money than the other 99%. So I think we're looking at the BlackRock folks, okay? And they connect to Vanguard. But Vanguard was around longer. Vanguard's very secretive. I'm not going to spend the next month figuring out Vanguard, but let me tell you how it probably played out. Because Vanguard has been around since 1975. Privately held company can't find out much, right? But 1975, where was Vanguard started? Well, looky here. Pennsylvania, Germantown, right? So, yeah, Vanguard was started in 1975 in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania by a John C. Bogle, B-O-G-L-E, and the CEO was a Mortimer, M-O-R-T-I-M-E-R, probably a little digging, probably a Jewish group. Anyhow, so yeah, so Vanguard from 75, and then we enter the rock people. Vanguard's a private group. Nobody knows much about it. It says Vanguard is owned by fund, funds managed by the company and is therefore owned by its customers. Vanguard offers two classes of most of its funds, investor shares and admiral shares. Admiral shares have slightly lower expense ratios but require a minimum invest. I don't understand any of this stuff. But anyway, to get into this Vanguard group, you have to buy some shares, okay? So um, it has offices, Charlotte, North Carolina, Scottsdale, Arizona, Canada, Australia, Asia, and Europe. So yeah, Vanguard is the largest provider of mutual funds and is the second largest exchange trades funds. So Vanguard is very critical, okay? Because it says, along with BlackRock and State Street, I don't know who they are, Vanguard is considered one of the big three index fund managers that dominate corporate America. Founder and former chairman John C. Bogle is created with the creation of the first index index fund available to individual investors. Oh, this that's where the scam got started. Yeah, Bogle started the scam to get everybody else into it. The scary part about all not scary, but the part about all this that's the most interesting is remember these people control the assets for major retirement funds. So anybody that has a retirement fund is tied to these people. How do you think it's going to work out? I don't really know. I'm just trying to bring you the facts here. So yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Um, all three of them intertwine. Every So if you want to know more, ask me. If you want to do your own research, please go ahead because I just find it fascinating that Larry Fink's running around here. They're also the ones that supposedly cleaned up the mess from 2008. Talk about a fox in the hen house. Chat with you later. Enjoy the song I have coming up. Goodbye for now. Something happening here 
what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down There's battle lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance From behind If I'm with stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down What a field day for the heat in the street singing songs and they carry inside mostly say hooray for our side it's time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going Everybody look what's going on. 